You are listening to the You Are a Lawyer podcast. I am the podcast host, Kyla Denanya, a 2015 law school graduate. This podcast was created to share the experiences and successes of law school graduates who create their own paths to career success. In episode 16, I am speaking with a trial specialist and lawyer. This guest took his experiences and created a program to assist litigators with depositions, witness prep, and trials. Based in Lafayette, Louisiana, today's guest is Kyle Sherman. Welcome to the podcast, Kyle. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Appreciate you having me. Of course. Would you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I live in South Louisiana. I grew up in Missouri, but I came to LSU and and just never left, really. I landed a job right out of law school with a famous attorney in Miami, Roy Black, and I went there for a couple of years. But other than that, I'm here in Louisiana. When I'm not working, my passions are jujitsu and horses. So I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. I'm the jujitsu cowboy lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you mentioned going to LSU for undergrad as well as law school. What originally made you want to go to law school? Well, you know, when I was in high school, I ended up being a witness in a trial and I actually did pretty good. There was a very good attorney that tried to throw me off and I kind of threw him <laughs> off and made the church laugh and I thought, well, I could do this. Okay. And then actually, to be perfectly honest, I had so much fun in college that I wasn't ready to get off that ride. I, uh, I, bar- I bartended my way through school and... My counsel was like, Mr. Sherman, you've got like 130 hours. Don't you think you should graduate? <laughs> and I was like, hey, law school. And that's really why. <laughs> uh, but when I got to law school, I found out really quickly that it wasn't the same as undergrad. I, yeah. I enjoyed undergrad. I worked hard. You know, I made good grades without trying that hard. But law school was extremely, extremely hard for me. It was it was probably the worst three years of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad I went. But at the time, I was miserable. Absolutely yeah. miserable. Um, and why jujitsu? How'd you pick that up? Well, I, I wrestled in high school. And then I was always in martial arts. I used to compete a little bit when I was in college. I got back into martial arts 11 years ago. And I found jujitsu and I just love it. And there's a lot of reasons why it's very beneficial for what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it trains me to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is I do trial work and trial work is scary. When you don't get scared or nervous, that's when you should probably quit. Okay. And what I find is I still compete in jujitsu at 53. And all my friends are like, why do you do that? And it's the same feeling as right before trial. Six months out, you're like, oh, I can't wait for this tournament. And then about a month before, you're like, why am I doing this tournament? And then the week before, you're like, I, I hate this. Why am I <laughs> putting myself through this? And the day of it, I'm like, I don't even want to be here. And then it starts and the nerves go away and, and I perform and I finish. And I'm like, that was awesome. When's the next one? <laughs> and it's, it's the same emotional roller coaster as big trial work. So it helps me there. And then finally, hanging out with a bunch of people that share some of your same passions, it's, it's really good for the soul. I met a lot of really, really great friends. So I just love it. 
Okay. So in those nerves before trial, is that just because you want to perform your best and represent your client or um, just being in a courtroom? It's a lot of pressure, a lot of mm-hmm. pressure in that. Same thing as with jujitsu. I'm not ever worried about getting hurt. I'm worried about failing and failing in front of people. Mm-hmm. And in trial work, you've got a lot of pressure on you. Number one, it's someone else's life that you're fighting for, you know, whether it's freedom or whether it's to try to get them compensation to be able to take care of themselves and their family. If you mess up, it doesn't end there. There's usually a record of it and maybe a court of appeal and people study how you messed up. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, there's just a, a lot of pressure that comes along with it. You know, once I get started, I'm good. But going into it, it's nerve wracking. It really, really is. It's a stressful way to make a living. Yeah. So I've heard people say that trials are like theater. So it sounds like that was some of your motivation. Yeah, there is a lot to that. The way I look at it is trial work is sales. Mm. Because what are you selling? You're, you're selling your position on something. And just like anything in sales, you have to believe in it to be able to sell it. Jerry Spence, who's the greatest trial lawyer there ever was, in my opinion, taught me that the most important part of being a trial lawyer, the most important skill is actually listening. So that's the second thing. But the third thing, like theater, you have to captivate your audience and you have to make things interesting because think about it. They don't want to be there. They've got their own problems. They've got their kids that they worried about getting off of the bus or are they going to miss the vacation they've had planned. So if you're going to be doing jury work, you better be interesting. And so it is a lot like theater in that you need to try to captivate your listener. Mm -hmm. And you do that by being real and being a good storyteller. Yeah. And you also have to be a really good listener to do trial work because you have to listen to what they're saying and then counter. Yeah, it's the most important thing because you can go in there with a plan. But what I learned is that a trial is kind of like a living organism. You know, who you thought was the villain may not come out to be the villain in the trial. You may have a new villain. You may think it was some bad insurance company rep or some negligent person or it could end up being the actual lawyer himself. So, I mean... If you go in there with a set plan and you're not willing to listen and see how it's going and be able to adapt, then you're not going to do very well. Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. So you've got to be listening. And I've learned that if you want to be invited back to the party, be the best listener. Yeah. You don't need to be the best storyteller. Be the best listener. And it's something I actually work on. So many people wait for their turn to speak but they're not really being present and they're not really listening. And it's something that you have to be conscious of. And I try to be conscious of it in everything I do. And it's hard. It really is. It is. It's a practice that you have to perfect. Mm -hmm. Being a good listener. Especially in what you're doing right here. (laughs) You've got to be a great listener to be a good interviewer. Mm -hmm. And like you said, with going to a party, being the best guest, people like to talk about themselves. So if you're listening and giving them a chance to talk about themselves, they'll invite you back every time. That's right. And it's easy to be interested if you just if you just listen and try to imagine how they're feeling and what they're talking about. And and it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. Yeah. So you mentioned that you hated law school and you said it was the worst three years of your life. Yes. Yes, So (laughs) you said that what got you through law school was knowing that you wouldn't have to practice if you didn't want to. Why was that stress relieving? 
Okay, so when I got to law school, I had bartended my way through school. It was 1993. I had long hair, I had an earring. I <laughs> did not fit in at all. I didn't like a lot of the people I was there with. Everybody was real cutthroat. They just seemed a little pretentious to me, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I was in school, a third of us would funk out. And they even told you that. Orientation, they said, look to the left, look to the right. One of you won't be here. So it was a lot of pressure and I just didn't like anything about it. And the only reason I didn't quit was because I was a bartender and because I, I didn't really feel like I fit in, I didn't want anybody to think I had flunked out, mm -hmm. but I was miserable. I, re I remember, I remember waking up in the mornings and keeping my eyes closed because I didn't want to face the day. And looking back at it now, I was going through depression, you know, um, yeah. I didn't of it then but it was really bad and then one day my mom just said well Kyle you don't have to be a lawyer <laughs> you can do anything with a law degree that you can do with an MBA now I don't know if that's exactly true but it's there's a lot of doors that can be opened yeah and when I figured that out a light went off I was able to make it through and I was able to start enjoying myself and I was able to quit putting so much pressure on myself mm -hmm. I guess when I got in there and I didn't like what I was learning, I thought, here I am, I'm working so hard. I'm going into debt to do something I don't even want to do. And looking back, I guess it got through more than just law school, honestly. And what's so funny is when I finally started practicing law, it wasn't anything like I thought it would be. And it wasn't anything like law school. Mm -hmm. um, it was just totally different. Um, yeah. But that's what got me through and I think yeah. it's kind of ironic that you practice law in the formal sense of actually trying cases. It is. When I was in my second or third year, I never could picture myself where I'm at now. And I'm happy and I love it. I really, really love it. My practice is more about people. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm helping people. I'm putting out fires and I'm really immersed myself in the last 10 years of learning jury trial work. And jury trial work is not law. Jury trial work is relating to people. Yeah. And I've learned that you don't convince people, you persuade them. And there's a big, big difference. Yeah. Is learning how to persuade people and not convince them, is that something that you learned at the Gary Spence Trial College? It started there. Jerry Spence Trial College changed my life. And the reason I say it changed my life is for, I don't know, my first 10, 15 years of practice, I was successful, but I wasn't doing a lot of trials. I was basically working cases up and mediating them and settling them. And I was doing okay. Just, you know, basically running a practice, but I wasn't getting in front of the juries and I didn't have any confidence. And I went to the Jerry Spence Trial College. And there was like, there was 53 of us. And my roommate was the up for trial lawyer of the year, a couple of years. There was mass tort litigators. There was capital punishment defenders and all these fantastic lawyers. And I felt intimidated. And the very first day they said, why are you here? Somebody tell us, why are you here? And I just, and I, I remember I went and I said I was going to be first at everything. I was going to just volunteer. And I was going to put myself out there. So I raised my hand. And I jumped up and I said, I'm here on a quest for confidence because I'm not the smartest lawyer. And 
In fact, I feel intimidated and I'm here to learn to believe in myself. And I was the only one that stood up. <laughs> so I felt <laughs> great. I just got naked in front of 53 people. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I would just, every time I just raise my hand because, and go get up there first because everybody wants to go second. Nobody wants to go first. Yeah. And so by doing that, I think I got the most out of that three week course and I actually got voted class president and was on the F warrior board for the school. So it was a wonderful experience. And what I learned at the Jerry Spence trial college is you have to be yourself. And there you work on becoming a better person. So you can become a better advocate for your clients. Yeah. And, and from there, I met a lot of different people that I ended up going on to teach at other groups. I taught, I was a founding member of a group called Trojan Horse. I taught there for four or five years. And then we've recently broken off and started a group called Trial Structure, where we go in and we frame cases and we help lawyers present at trials. And that's where the study of persuasion and how the mind works and how you relate to people in trials has really grown and developed for me. Yeah. You know, it was funny. The way I went in Jerry Spence trial college was I went to a seminar, a three-day seminar, and I was just blown away. I was just blown away. And, and you have to write an essay to be accepted into their trial college. Mm -hmm. I was in uh, California and I stayed a couple extra days and I sat on the beach and wrote this essay. I thought it was the best essay ever. And I applied for the college and I get a letter back that says, you can't come in. You don't have enough experience. Oh, no. And I was heartbroken. And so I went to another seminar and we're standing there. There's 120 people in the room and they're having this kind of fundraiser thing. And earlier, one of the lead instructors had asked me, he said, are you a fighter? And I said, well, I, I do jujitsu and I, I compete. And he said, I can tell you have this aura about you, this confidence. I like it. So as we're in this room, there's 120 lawyers and he's up there front. And there's kind of a low in the crowd. And, and I stand up and I say, I want to say something. And he comes over and he hands me the microphone. And I say, you told me I had confidence. He said, yeah, I think you do. I said, well, I tell you what, I applied for your college and you all didn't let me in, but that's okay. That was a challenge. And now I have a challenge for you. I'm going to donate a full tuition for a public defender to go to your college. And I know that person that I pay for may take my spot, but here's my challenge. My name is Kyle Sherman. And my challenge is you remember that name because not only am I going to get in your college, one day you're going to ask me to teach. And the crowd just went crazy. <laughs> and so the next thing you know, later they came up and they said, hey, you want to take your picture with Jerry Spence? And me and a buddy were on the cover of the next newsletter with Jerry Spence. And I figured, wow. okay, I think I'm going to get in. <laughs> so I did get in. And a couple years later, they did ask me to teach at this seminar. Hmm. And the, my very first class, there's 200 people in the seminar. It was the biggest one they ever had. And they broke us into small groups of like 20. And I was asked to go help another guy teach. And he said, why don't you teach this? I'm like, great. It's my very first thing to teach. And in walks my partner, my associate, and Jerry Spence. Wow. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it was a little nerve wracking, but I did fine. And I figured out I really love teaching. And that's, that's kind of what you do at jury trial work is you're just teaching. You're teaching the jury of why your position is right. Yeah, it's interesting to hear how you're constantly challenging yourself. If I get into the college, I'm going to be first to do everything. Where a juror when you were younger, this interests me, so now I want to go to law school. Like you're constantly pushing the envelope to see how much you can get out of life. So that's great. Well, yeah, I guess so. I didn't really think of it like that. I always thought it more fear-based, but I guess it's kind of intertwined. Fear is a great motivator, you know? Yeah, feel the fear, but do it anyway. And it sounds like that's that's what you've been doing. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> and in fact, that's how I pretty much lead my life. I'm a, I'm a daredevil. I, I love jumping out of planes and jumping off of cliffs and <laughs> everything else. So it's kind of just jump and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that you thought that law school was necessary, of course, for your, your current profession, but you didn't think that it taught you how you should interact with clients and try cases. Was that part of the reason why you created Trojan Horses and now Trial Structure? Um, no, I would, I would say the idea that nothing I learned in law school helps my practice came from Jerry Spence. He says that. Okay. And it's true. The law is always changing. So it's Mm -hmm. not like you learn something at law school and it's going to be the same way forever. And I guess you do learn how to, to research and, and to think, but but I was so busy trying to make my grades. I didn't get into any of the mock trial competitions and things like that. And, and I actually had to work myself through school. Okay. So what I learned in law school was just basically how to pass the bar. And when I got into my own practice is when I started learning how to deal with people. And you've got to understand that they're not in your office because everything's going peachy king. Right. And you have to learn to be patient with them because they, they're scared and they're upset. They don't know if they're going to be able to protect or take care of their family. And you have to, you have to learn to, to be in their shoes. And, and that is the other thing I really learned from the Jerry Spence trial college was role reversal. You know, you don't have to agree with the other person. You need to understand why they're feeling the way they're feeling. And I think if everybody would start there, everything that's going on in our country right now, I think we'd be in a better place. You don't have to agree. Just look at the other person's side of it and see why they're feeling the way they feel. And if you can do that, you can be a much better advocate for your client and you can maybe understand why the other side is taking the stance they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've been speaking about trial structure which is the company that you own. So trial structure is a comprehensive plan that will assist attorneys with structuring their trials. You include pre-trial and trial workshops and webinars, some other courses. Yes. The mainstay of trial structure is, is structuring how to present the trial for a plaintiff. We only work with plaintiffs in okay. civil lawsuits. And what we have found is basically every case is the same. Think about this. The little kid is running through the house and he knocks over the vase and breaks it. And his mom comes home and says, you knocked over the vase. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't me. It was my sister. (laughs) And it was broken anyway. 
And that's basically the same three defenses. It wasn't my <laughs> fault. It was somebody else's fault. And it wasn't that big a deal anyway. Yeah. And it's so funny when I have lawyers go, well, my case is different. But by the time we get done, they're like, you're right. It's all the same. Uh, in, tri- in civil trial work, there's a liability situation. It's wasn't me. It was somebody else. If it's a stipulated liability, it still comes down to three things. It's pre-existing. There's no causation. And there's a future cutoff, meaning Mm -hmm. they already had degenerative disc disease. They were going to have this problem anyway. They don't really need a surgery. And even if they did, they were going to need it anyway. So (laughs) it's the same thing every time. So what we do is we structure how the jury will see these excuses that the defense has. And the way we persuade is we don't tell them this. We just present the case in a way that they figure it out first. Mm-hmm. Like think about, think about law and order. You ever watch law and order? Yes. And like 15, 20 minutes through, you're like, oh, I know who did it. <laughs> well, we're all really not that smart. They want you to figure out who did it. Yeah. So you feel good about yourself and you get more invested in the show. And it's the same way. If, if I tell the jury how to think, then I'm just like the other lawyer. And, and unfortunately, as the plaintiff's lawyer, I'm usually starting behind because I'm the one there asking for money. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one that has, it's a race to credibility and I'm starting behind. But if I present it in a way where they're figuring it out and then I come back around and I match what they've been thinking, then it's hard to put them off of that position. Does that make sense? It does. Um, but it makes sense for me because I went to law school. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah I can right. see that. Um, yeah. So as a layman's question, do you watch the show Bull where he's like the jury scientist? You know, I, okay. I, I should because you guess who else is watching that? All the jurors. So yeah. I should watch that. And I keep telling myself I should watch it because... <laughs> You know, that's what, that's what the jurors are watching. Right. But I, I haven't seen that show. So what percentage of the year do you spend with trial structure? With trial structure, it's, uh, I usually travel on the, well, before COVID, I would travel on the weekends teaching seminars or travel on the weekends and consult uh, and then run my practice during the week. But now we do webinars and, and we were learning just like everybody else and probably every other field is that you can do a lot from remote locations. So I'm starting to consult over the computer, which is so it's opening up my schedule a lot. So basically, it's just kind of as needed, you know, yeah. um, and when I have my own trial, I have to get ready for a lot of times I'll have to, you know, put trial structure aside or yeah. Well, it sounds like yeah. it's great. I love it. It's changed my practice. It's changed my life. I really 100% believe in it, which makes it easy to help people because I know what we're doing is good stuff and it works. Yeah. Is it something that you would want to be as large as the Gary Spence Trial College or it's just different? It can run alongside it. Yeah, it can run alongside it. I love the Gary Spence Trial College. I, I don't think it's a competition at all. Like I said, the last 10 years is I've really spent a, a lot of time on jury work and, and there's a lot of good stuff out there and I take it all in, you know, it's another tool in my toolbox. 
So no, I don't see it as a competition. I see it as we have a specific place in jury trial work and we have a very good product because there's structure to it. And not, not only just the trial, but there's structure into all of it. We also help them with direct and with cross-examination, deposition prep, witness prep. Okay. So did you have anything else that you wanted to share with the audience? Yeah, I would like to say that one of my pet peeves is lawyers who don't prepare their client for trial. And what I mean by that is this. I'll be talking to a lawyer and um, he'll be telling me what a great case he has. And I'll see him a year later. I'll say, hey, how did that case go? Oh, we had to settle it. Why? Oh, my client, he was scared to go to court. And I think to myself, well, did you prepare him to go to court? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because if I take a person and I say, hey, guess what? We're going to fight the firefighters next week in a cage match. You in? Well, he's going to look at me like I'm crazy. But if I worked with the guy and I've taught him how to do a double leg and I've taught him how to take the back and throw in a few punches. And then I say, hey, we're going to have a friendly smoker with the fire department. Are you in? Well, then he's going to really think about it. And maybe he is and maybe he isn't. But at least I equipped him to make that choice. Mm -hmm. We are asking our clients to make a choice about going to trial for one of the biggest things in their life. And if you haven't prepared them, then you've really done them a disservice because people are afraid to go to court. Yeah. Hell, there's lawyers that are afraid to go to court. So if you don't take the time to prepare your client for trial, you're really doing them a disservice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. Hey, I enjoyed this. I really appreciate it. I I think it's a great program you have. Thank you. Thank you for listening to You Are a Lawyer. Subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. New episodes are released every other Thursday. Leave a comment on our Instagram or Twitter pages. You can find those details in the show description. Feel free to contact me at Kyla at youarealawyer.com. Have a great day.